0: Two, one, hey guys, so how was your day? Decent, yours? It just started, but it's delightful now that I'm talking to you, you guys.
1: Wonderful. Where are you that it just started?
0: I'm in Florida. Nice. So I just went through a hurricane and I feel like it can only go up from here, so you know. What's like, I can do anything now that I've survived, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we're actually in Florida right now. This is not our decor behind us. This is our deceased parents. But yeah, we're inland. We're in Coral Springs. So we Uh. got some wind, some rain. We felt so bad for all of you. We really did while we sipped our sake (laughs) and watched television still. Yeah, so I'm sorry. And took a bath or shower that night as well. So sorry. Ugh. <laughs> that must have felt
0: so good to just be, be chilling, you know? Because yeah, I was yeah, in yeah. my closet. You guys were in the living yeah. room, just sipping.
1: Yeah. That yeah. was cool. I guess we were mocking our fellow humans. <laughs> so sorry. I hate that. That's so adolescent when you think that'll never happen to me. Yeah, I had it definitely had that because we did have um it said when it was gonna hit it was gonna hit us as well we had an announcement in this condo because our parents were frightened to death way before that was cool they have a guard a security guard in this condo so we had an announcement of what to expect whether or not to put shutters down and so we were frightened
0: (laughs) Uh huh. but yeah never lost power what wait what wow that's very impressive actually Coral Springs, huh? Is that yeah. is that a rich area? Like, are you guys rich? Not are really you guys upper class.
1: Well, people think when we say that they think we're saying Coral Gables, right. which is a wealthy area. And no, this is um, we're a little bit inland from uh, Deerfield Beach, and it's you know it's working class mostly working families class, families yeah. Oh, very, okay. nice. Very, yeah nice. very nice,
0: but yeah, very
1: nice parents did very well we came from connecticut in like you could call it a one bedroom apartment. you could try to say you had a full bath but if you weren't a skinny skinny person oh my there's no renting there yeah that was harsh plus the month okay. the rent was every month instead of every few months here
0: oh <laughs> Wait, it's Wonderful. due every few months. Should I?
1: Jones talking about condo fees. Please. That's what I'm talking. Condo <laughs> fees versus a monthly rent. I mean, I yeah. technically, you do the math, and you, it is a monthly part of your income, even you even if it's fixed, you have to put aside. Because you know we're on social security now. That's called a fixed income. You have to right. be careful what you buy now.
0: Exactly. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Should I should I live there? Should I retire there? Do you think it's you, you find any young people there?
1: Yeah, we do. We actually we dress alike, and we find that young people uh, here anyway are so kind. They ask us a lot of questions. They had never seen adult twins. They don't say this and meshed. What yeah. they say that dressed alike still or whatever yeah. as old as you are. But yeah, everywhere we go, our older sister said should have a camera because. Um, um, you know, dressing alike and being that tall, mm. I think. It, uh, the owl glasses opens the line for communication everywhere. I mean, even in Costco, we can't go ev- yeah. anywhere. We're like two clowns yeah, walking right. in. All right.
0: It's, it's okay. just, they
1: hear us talking, what we believe is conversation, a normal <laughs> conversation, and, you know, they wanna buy tickets.
0: Right. Okay, so you you, basically, you don't need a mirror. You can just talk to each other. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever she says. Okay. I don't need a mirror.
0: <laughs> Alright. So uh, yeah. the the identical thing, like wearing the same clothes, is that just like what you guys like to do or is it like ingrained? Is it instinct? Like what like what is it? You know?
1: it's it. to avoid um it's to avoid vicious arguments and obsessive behavior where if one yep. twin has something and it happens to be that one item that the other twin has to have otherwise there's no going on there's no moving forward yeah <laughs> from certain things there's no moving moving forward but you know it stems from all twins are dressed alike in the beginning yeah and then Based on when, if the twins choose to dress separately and are allowed to, or versus the parents dictated when, yeah, then you can get to be older people that still have issues about it and then start. We are we dress alike because you know, if if she has something <laughs> that I don't have, but it looks good on her, and then mm. whatever, you know, it's not the same as when another sibling or a friend has something that you want because we do have another sibling and I do have yeah, at least do. one friend she you does. know so it's weird so it's it does it it we're giving back to society is what we feel like we're showing society this little bit of a laughing circus version of what twins could grow up to be and, you know, maybe they could ask us questions on what not to do as yeah. parents. So this yeah. never happens. Yeah. Maybe people don't want this to happen, yeah. which would be wonderful. We would give them insight on that Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's it, it just sort problem. of happened, right? You can't, like, you can't really plan for twins. It just kind of happens, right? Like, I can't right. plan to be 5'6", yet I am 5'6". You know? <laughs> so, kind of like that. <laughs> huh why why therapy like uh what like what's what about it drew both of you
1: Mm. well clearly for me mm -mm, maybe it's not clearly but for me i was trying to uh well not be me i wasn't fond of who i was i didn't know who i was i was very um depressed and whiny ish And I just wanted to know what was wrong with me. How could I change, etc.? So of course I went into that field. Okay. Yeah. And then I did differently. I didn't even want to be. I, I didn't I wanted to be a comedian, but I had a, a big anxiety disorder. Then I thought actor, and I'm thinking, same fucking disorder. <laughs> anxiety, so I can't do that either. Anything I wanted, jet pilot fucking nervous, I, you know, if I was gonna fly. So anywho, I wanted to wash dishes, but my mother told me I had to go to college, which I am mean, grateful that she did finally push me there. Mm. So I didn't know what to do because that anxiety got in the way. So being an identical twin, I heard that God said, one of the things God said is use all your assets. And one of my assets is an identical twin. So at the time she was already a registered nurse and I thought, huh, why don't I do that? And she went on my interview and nailed it at the, uh, it was a college. It's a university now, <laughs> Quinnipiac University. They, they missed it. They didn't know that the, I never went on the, my interview. <clears throat> Anywho. And I think that's what you asked. Oh, so I went into it. And that, I thought and there's no studying involved <laughs> in, in that type of a crime because who, Knows her better than me. I mean, nobody really does, actually. Right. Even not, she had a husband. And nobody knows. <laughs> There's certain things that that egg was split, you know. And boy, did we ha- hang out quite a bit in infancy. So yeah, and then and then some. And so that was so easy for me to do her interview.
0: So so yeah. Imagine. I came to you guys for therapy, right? Yeah. What What would our like sessions? How would they go? Like, what What happens?
1: Well, here's the thing. First of all, <laughs> first of all, we would advise for you not to, to follow around up and come to throw us. Away. <laughs> but what would happen is, it might even happen in the waiting room because what happened was. When people came in, they started to not want to go into the offices individually. They wanted a ticket for the show. And what happened was the show was their deepest, we didn't ask, but their deepest, this is how they would start. In in fact, a podcaster just said it the other day. Uh, Well, I've never told anyone in my life this, not even my wife or not even my husband. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, please don't (laughs) tell us. But they felt so comfortable because what happened was we began t- disclosing. We began disclosing our own shit and what happened and what helped us. Or if you're going down that path, just so you know, it didn't help me or, you know, maybe it could help you. Things like that. And people enjoyed those little tidbits that helped us. And they felt like um, we want, they wanted it ri- written down. And we wrote that <laughs> book and it was ADHD friendly. And what they said was they wanted to hold on to the book because it felt like they were in the office with us again. And why they liked it was she has a perception, I have a different one oftentimes. And it goes back and forth, so it offers a more full spectrum. Yes. Double double the fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Double the fun. Yeah. Yep. It I this is fun. This, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So what what do you hate about each other? That was my oh, point. you didn't
1: even say the most?
0: I was you about to, but then I just stopped. I don't know why. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, well, I don't know, but Jane can go first. I've been thinking about it, though. I'm going to try and put it into words. Go ahead, Jane. You see, though, if I say something... No, um, no, no, not on there. Oh, no, I have composure. <laughs> no, later. Later. Nope, later. I promise then it would have to be written back up. He could know. Jordan would know. Because <laughs> you could text him through Matchmaker. I'm not well, here here's- that. Thing that bothers me the most because one of the thing the thing I was thinking of I actually thought well no I could change the way I deal with it the thing that bothers me the most and we are very lucky right here where we're both staying two bedrooms and two bathrooms because uh-huh. the thing I hate the most is when you when I share a bathroom with Joan which is in hotels it's <laughs> sometimes you know, a, know a, a family's know. Uh, place if we're traveling there is for some reason, the water goes in places other than the sink. <laughs> and I'm not talking the bath or the shower. I'm talking about then the vanity. And the best part is Joan likes a toilet seat. I know this to be left up. I like a toilet seat down. One of the reasons why is if Joan's sharing the bathroom <laughs> with me, there's fucking water on the <laughs> toilet. It's clean water usually, don't get me wrong, but that's I can't stand it. Literally. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. There's I like that. I don't yes. mind water. I don't think you, anybody should get upset over just a, a droplet <laughs> or a, a water drop or ocean of I'm water. I'm working on it. But for Jane, father and all of his siblings, if they lived long enough, died of Alzheimer's. And it's a scary, scary, yeah. scary disease. So, thank God marijuana helps. I didn't know that. Thank you. That plant helps. Yes. But what Jane, I never lived with Jane, as if I can remember, except when she was a single mother. which she was a single mother and had to leave for some reason, she ended up in my apartment for 13 months. A year and a month. <laughs> oh. With a wow. baby. Okay. Anywho. So now that we're living together, because we're on this fixed income, I think what the listeners should hear is plan for retirement, plan it, because boy, it comes up and all of a sudden you feel like doing things still. You didn't know, like, uh uh-oh, and you might have to move in with people. Anyway, now I live with Jane and I don't know. So what Jane does is she changes everything around. Maybe when I'm sleeping, I don't know, but she moves it down to everything. A can opener, the coffee maker a fucking chair so if it's dim lighting or whatever you're thinking like what the fuck i thought it was there before mm-hmm. she moves it to the point where we actually got spoken to for late night moving and the stuff in the kitchen you can't find it you have to actually say hey jane where's the blender or something like that <laughs> you know what it is where's the blender today she yeah says to me. yeah where is it today <laughs> other than that that's pretty much white people problems white <laughs> chick problems i'm sure
0: wow okay well, you guys, you guys still like each other, right? You guys like each other?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. It's that
1: split egg again, you know. Even if you don't like what's coming out of her yeah. mouth, yeah. there's that thing. James says it's a pull. I think I, it's, I it's I a it this. I DNA pull, but yeah, because yeah. you know it's funny. Sometimes I don't like her, right? Yeah, um, right. And no. love was not a word. We knew our parents oh, yeah, loved no. us. But the words, I love you, almost mm-hmm. never came out of their mouths. They just showed it in other ways. And so it's an uncomfortable, <laughs> uncomfortable thing for us to... Well, yeah. I have a son, and when I hang up the phone, I every once in a while, there's an I love you, bye, but it's an uncomfortable thing. But we, he knows how much I love him. <laughs> but You're I guess, I think, other than those th- deep, dark thoughts of mine, apparently that... Subconsciously came out the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about but, that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we uh, can stand each other. Big pull to be around each other. So obviously, I must love her because of, of these ways, you know. Right. What we're saying. So I get it. Because over 90% of uh, communication is nonverbal. And the opposite of love is not hate. It's thought to be disinterested. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not disinterested in, you know, the wa- I'm arguing about water on a toilet. And yeah.
0: I am curious <laughs> about that. How, how does that. how does that happen? Like water on a toilet? The
1: water I thing? Very, I'll tell you. Curious. I'll tell you. The okay. sink is... Let's just pretend the sink is right here. And after I'm done washing my hands, where the towel is... Well, the, the toilet comes next. <laughs> and then the towel. So unless you're a magician, I don't know where else to put okay. the water. But I I mean, I start trying to wipe it on my pants or something, you know. Anywho, that's why. And then, so move the fucking towel. (laughs) But I don't know how she does it. She does it differently. She maybe washes her hands in the shower, (laughs) (laughs) which is enclosed.
0: Interesting. So, okay. Before. So, you guys, I think. From left to right, it's Joan and Jane, right? Did you guys do that on purpose so I wouldn't get confused, or am I just confused oh, already? Le-
1: left to right, the way we can see ourselves on the screen, or the way we're, I don't, yeah, you
0: know, I think. All right, I'm already confused. I confuse myself. Yeah, the know. one next to the, um, no, I don't know. I honestly don't know anymore. Jane, Joan. Is the one on the left? I see. According to my screen,
1: who's this? Who's this person? Joan. That's Joan. You're correct. You're correct. it's funny a. you called me correctly. Because in Florida, I well, I got called Joanne in Connecticut too, and at a fucking airport that wasn't good. But um, at the motor vehicle, uh, everywhere in Florida, they call me Joanne. IKEA. And then I found out there's a place in... Do you remember where that guy was from? That podcaster. There were two guys. Ace. Ace is his um, name. Indiana. And he asked me before the podcast, he said, Oh, Joan, do you... He didn't say, Oh, Joan. He said, How do you pronounce your name? Joan or Joanne? And I thought, Why would you even ask that? But thank (laughs) you for getting the Joan part right. Joan of Arc. You know, I didn't know who didn't hear Joan of Arc. Joan Jett. Joan Joan Crawford. Whatever. Joan. And, uh... Anywho, what was I saying? Whatever. What he said was a lot of people from Indiana yes. live in certain areas of Florida. and in Indiana. And people in Indiana pronounce J-O-A-N, not Joan, but Joanne. Yeah. Like, it's almost like jo- if you said it like Joanne, almost like if people, if you could say in between Joanne and Joanne and whatever you get is what they call her. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, you know. i I just say yes now you know when they say joanne i'm like yep that's me you know i don't want to make the line go longer just by saying oh i pronounce it joan
0: Mm -hmm. oh so she said that once yeah you you accept Mm -hmm. it i i get it
1: yeah Uh, and you know in our in our therapy thing we could say one meaningful meaningful thing if you spot it you got it so if i see something in life, like all danger and fearfulness, I'm going to go through some of that, you know, and we've been accused of blaming the victim. We're not blaming the victim. Human beings go dark at night just because for some reason, when it gets dark out, we go more negative. And some of us learn negativity from growing up. So if we learn that and we're 90% negative, our lives don't usually go well. That's all. I didn't understand that when I was younger, and I wished somebody could have just said, "Hey, that actually works." Be more positive; your life will go better. Mm -hmm.
0: Wait, wait. Maybe
1: people did say that we didn't hear it. What? What did he say?
0: You said we get humans get dark at night. That. Yeah, I just read an article about that. Is it because we get
1: tired, or like what? The article was. Interviewing uh, healthcare professionals. And what they saw was um, some of the tests, which are for ed- anybody. It's not mm-hmm. just for healthcare professionals. Uh, so some of the stuff that no matter how uh, wonderful a human being is on the inside and out, when healthcare professionals saw dark skin, their um, response or reaction was more negative which is horrific. And that's another reason why we wrote our book, coming out with our own mental illness, is it's, isn't it funny that within the mental health field, it is frowned upon to come out, whereas any other profession doesn't tell you that you can't ever speak of, you know, whatever, a broken arm or, you know, you stubbed your toe, you can't speak of it, you'll get canceled or something. Anyway, I think that I was going <laughs> dark
0: with that. Yeah, that was Sorry. pretty dark. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I am. What makes mean. you guys happy? What do you guys like to do? Let's take it up on a lighter note. Jane?
1: Well, I, I, for one, I like, well, I like to laugh because, well, Joan makes me laugh, but I just know that laughter really is the best medicine because it's kind of like, you know how difficult it is when the glass when people talk about going dark to light in your thought process, and you look at a glass of water that's half full, right? And who yeah. sees the fullness and who sees the glass is half empty? Well, it's really hard to go from empty to full. So I know that the benefits of laughter are so wonderful. Because when you are laughing, it's literally impossible to have the dark thought. It just it yeah. replaces it and physically it's really, really good for you as well, boost your immune system, etc. So one of the things we used to say about our father who was also a natural born comedian like Joan mm-hmm. is that his sense of humor is what saved him because he was very dark in his, he was fr- in the front lines in the Korean War and grew up in poverty, very, very, a lot of PTSD. And it was his humor and how he told the stories yeah. with humor. Now, you knew they were horror stories, but he would tell it like you were able to watch a movie and it wasn't so dark. Yeah. It, it, it makes some humor out of all that darkness. It was It's a beautiful thing to watch. So when I was so dark and so negative, I realized, because I was a psych nurse, I, I mean, I knew... That I needed to go positive, and the easiest way is laughter. And this one over here, mm. let's put it this way: Bill Burr has nothing on Jon. Nothing. Some people say things like that, but I don't even know what it is. Sometimes they say, "Where did that thought even come yeah. from?" Oh my god, it's just amazing. I have no idea. But mm-hmm. don't you can't put me on the spot because unless it's improv and right. it comes naturally, it's not funny. Because I've tried no, I get that. that.
0: I get that. I, you know, now that you mentioned it, I do see a little, like, similarity between Bilber and Joan because yes. you guys are unfiltered. Mm. You guys don't really care what people think, mm. I think. You guys, mm. not you're not afraid to say fuck and I respect that, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are funny, so.
1: Well, a client of mine once said cause I, I don't think I swore in front of every client. Um, thank God some of them came in swearing. It was like, Oh, thank God. Uh, because one of my favorite words actually is cunt. And a lot of people don't like that word, mm-hmm. including my mother. She did not ever want to hear that word. Mm-hmm. But, um, one client said that, you know, people who swear, they don't know how to express themselves, which that may be true. I was born with a brain tumor. I, I had a lot of convulsions. And then I forget the difference between a convulsion and a seizure. Do you remember? I always look that up because convulsions just sound like an old dungeon. But I think there's a slight difference. Anywho. Um, and then the mugging and the sexual assault. And it was like that shit could just keep coming. I used to think if I walked into a church, boom, no, every fire department around was going to have to come because there would be a fire. I would self ignite. So I was extremely negative negative, negative. I could bring it down. You know, when Bill Burr says how many, how many childhood stories do I have to tell where you don't understand this anger? <laughs> you know, my one of her boyfriends brought a gun into a town and yeah, it was in the fucking Jeep maybe. That's where it was, in the Jeep. And I, I, all I remember next is my mother saying Joan, we're going to call the police and I said, good. I want that guy off this property. And My parents said no on you. So I did have to calm down because no one liked me after a while. My husband left. My sister didn't want to talk to me. My my ex-husband and Jane, but I I think young people believe this, so I'm trying, don't get me wrong. Words. They said that they would rather be hit by a baseball bat than have to be assaulted by my words. (laughs) okay
0: that's pretty funny that's a good one you should be a comedian you should do Uh stand-up
1: well you know what we went to a dinner party (laughs) and the woman there kept saying another one and she was like writing things down right and at the end she said have you two gone to the comedy club down the street and we were like i think jane was like no, we've been wanting to get tickets. She said, "Oh no, for you guys, like she said at the stand up she thought that we had, but we had everyone laughing there. Yeah, it was a little funnier than this,
0: okay, but that's no, you our should day. you should you should try it. I think you you guys would go far. I think honestly, you guys would probably blow up because first of all, you guys are twins, you guys mm-hmm. are aren't afraid to speak your mind, and I think people will will love that um uh, the camaraderie, you know. So think about it, mm. try it. You never know, you never know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. you never know. Yeah. And anyway, even if they bought tickets and were disappointed, it could be a Q and A. We've been in psych since 1982 and 1984 for me. We could uh-huh. tell but Jane has an extensive we medical. We tell you too. what not a lot of what not. And you know, <laughs> all our clients came to us for nutrition because Jane was always interested in and nutrition as a nurse. They came to us for health reasons because we were always into alternative health. And one woman even said to me, oh, you Americans are so funny. You think herpes is forever. And I went, what? And then I had that knowledge in my pocket. And I've been Googling it because I think there are restrictions with it. But black walnut oil, because you know how many people have been Uh, drugged and sexually assaulted and wake up with venereal diseases. You know, that's a scary thing for people and they think it's the end of the world. And our colleagues actually don't address it because they think pretty much you have it for life. Well, you fucking don't because there's a a thing called another country over there Mm -hmm. and they have knowledge. You know, we could join. We have to join sometimes for the knowledge. Every client preferred both. You know, we have known a lot of people, and in the office especially, where they tell you the deep dark secret. And I, like I said, or somebody said, I don't really know why they tell us. And sometimes it's because we've shared something worse, <laughs> to, or to just to just to disarm them with the type of style we have, right? So there's countless people that we've known for two decades that had her- a herpes outbreak only once or only three times or only when they aren't sober, for example. And, you know, you pay attention for long enough. You know, they say if you hang out at the barbershop long enough, you know how to give a haircut or something. You you pay attention and you think, what is it about these people? And a lot of people, it was boosting their immune system, either knowingly or unknown. Yeah, Magic Johnson. You know their immune system because you know it it is out in the literature that everyone has cancer cells within their bodies like every single one of us yep. but not everyone has cancer it's just like people can nowadays can have hiv forever and die of other causes mm-hmm. not everyone now gets full-blown aids and there were people back in the day before the meds for aids there were people that had unprotected sex with their spouse and never even tested positive for HIV, and you know, researchers looked at that, and a lot of it had to do with the immune system. Yeah. So we 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 really have learned a lot over the ages.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of info. It's a lot of. Mm. <laughs> it's good info. Sorry. All right, let's let's
1: uh <laughs> lighten that that up. You see how dark we get.
0: I don't that wasn't dark, I mean, We were though. supposed to
1: release everything that we got within the therapy. You got to learn yeah. how to release that. But my big amethyst that I had bought, uh-huh. I got it. It was it's so expensive down here. I can't get over it. I'm going to we're driving back to Florida one more time, I think. That big amethyst is coming with me. Unbenounced, benounced, whatever that word. Her son, he thinks it's staying in his apartment. Oh, I no, mean, I need that. And that draws negativity out. I you think. He or amethyst warns you what
0: amethyst? What does
1: an amethyst do again? The amethyst, um <laughs> I don't besides being a beautiful purple, that purple stone that we both have on I think you on our <laughs> Oh there's protection. No, mm-hmm. if you read about it, people thought it offered some kind of protective quality. Um and, and, and it's been and then um I was told that if you are in danger, an amethyst there always is a little white in the amethyst if you look at one. Um, but it turns more white if you're in danger. And I've never really been in danger, so I've never experienced that. I should have worn one when I was younger. But one time the airplane um, wouldn't take off. I was on an airplane with some family and a bunch of strangers. And they said there were mechanical difficulties and then they said something and all of us were like, I don't know if I wanna be on this plane, right? And I said something um, to my sister, Lori, Lore, don't worry, I have amethyst with me. And do you know how many people on the airplane said, I got my amethyst? There was, like, several people. That's nice. And, you know, because it's thought to be protective. It's an awfully nice purple, though, if We'd nothing else. We'd be burned as witches. As yeah, witches absolutely. Back yeah. in the day. Definitely. Mm,
0: yeah. Right, right. Okay. Well, thank God we're living up. in modern times.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness. With freedom of speech, thank goodness.
0: <laughs> Do you guys want to have a rap battle? What's that? So basically, you would rhyme words and also insult each other at the same time.
1: Oh well, we could try. We could try that.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Because okay. you know, I Jane, Joan and Jane—that's a cool little duo. <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys are unfiltered, so all right i'll go first then you'll get to see how it really goes
1: oh okay all
0: right joan and jane you're a great little duo but in terms of people who know you there's little anyone knows about you so you guys look very similar to each other you were born in the womb All right. Well, that was, that was fun. Your turn.
1: I thought it was just words. It's a whole poem. Okay, Jane. Jane, sometimes you're a pain. <laughs> Did I say sometimes?
0: <laughs> this is good.
1: Did I have to do more than that? Your turn. Boom. I think I nailed it. Huh. Joan, when you're on the phone. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Then I go chew on a bone. Wow. Oh, she
0: did it. Alright. Yeah. If you guys were animals, what would you guys be?
1: Oh. Um, this one's too easy for her. <laughs> I've been told by a few different people people might not believe in things like uh, past life therapy hypnotherapy or um, psychic but i've been told too many times and a nurse that could read auras Uh, i was told i was an animal two times at Mm -hmm. least in a previous life and by the nurse she was the one who said and that's not supposed to happen. You really signed up for one fucking horrible life. And I was like, yeah, tell me about it. But that goes dark again. I'm not going. And then um, that was really good. And the other people were telling me, you know, one was a large cat. And then I was I was a female cat and had a litter. And then I went out for food. And for some reason, Asian men um, got me around the neck and brought me to a zoo. Okay. That was one life. And then the other one was um, I had antlers. So I don't know if I was a moose or a male deer. <clears throat> but then I was, uh, my demise was the hunters. And they uh, shot me, but they didn't do the kill shot. And so therefore I didn't like either of them. And I met one of them in this life. And that poor bastard, <laughs> I never gave him a break until I had the reading done. And it actually gave me no judgment at all to my brother-in-law. And it was like, oh, thank goodness. So before he died. Anyway, that was, um, he killed me and he was a man. But which one would you be in this life? <laughs> oh, in this life? Yeah. I'll tell
0: you. pick one for this life. Oh, is
1: that what I, I thought? That I little bit. Well, I didn't think we'd grab really little question. every life. I wanted to know. This one? Oh, this my one. God. I'd be a house. Cat, so I could be taken care of That's I'm sorry, no brainer. That's what I would be, a house cat. I want to go outside, though. Outside, kill, kill, and then come back in and eat. And catnip, I believe, in drugs. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really know, because sometimes I think... <laughs> you know, I got... A no. <laughs> <laughs> I think of horses sometimes, and um, I really don't think... I probably used to think I would be a a majestic force, a female. I I usually associate female. And I I was thinking about it, and then I was thinking about pay attention to the signs and what's in front of you. And as I try to heal myself, I know that I am so dark and light. So I think right now I'd be a zebra. because uh, Because also we talk about... And, and we don't want to go dark, but we talk about after... like but we traw- traw- <laughs> So after a lion attacks a zebra and say the zebra lives, that that, Joan coined a term, the zebra effect... That's really if they didn't break their leg, too. That they okay. uh, survived and they're able to rejoin the zebra pack, pride, whatever you call it, gang... Um, and that zebra is in the middle, uh, is protected for a while till it gets back up to its its best self and can ride with the, the, let's call it a herd. And so we call that the zebra effect. And so I often think that when Joan and I used to fight and like I, you know, she had mentioned the her words, my uh, ex-brother-in-law and I had said to her that your words, they're just, I'd rather be hit with a baseball bat because... <coughs> Her words, Her words felt more like- I'm gonna ask Bill Burr about um, his. A lion mm-hmm. attacking a zebra, and me, I was the zebra. And, uh, the, you know, it was tough. But I, you know. Good thing I had what's called blackout anger. It's a good thing I had that, that at some point. I'm joking. So she, she didn't, so you she remember didn't have it. to witness what she did. You remember <laughs> it, but you remember it differently. And I would never believe Jane or John Ever, But her son, he was in a car. And I said, he kept saying what I did in the vehicle. And I said, I yelled at him and said, you weren't there. You know, how the fuck do you know? And because I didn't spare children either. It was like, okay. well, you had the kid. You want me to fucking babysit. This is what you fucking get. Because I didn't charge for the babysitting. Anywho. Um, yeah, he said I was there, Joni. And I didn't know that. And that was the first time... I realized, wow, what my clients were telling me is, you know, true. So thank God by the time I was doing that kind of therapy, I had that over with. But what's interesting is nobody read the PTSD book out of my colleagues, um, Bessel van de Kolk. The Body Keeps the Score, and that is just a good read, half of it. The other half is treatment and how to get better, and it wasn't ADHD-friendly, mm-hmm. so there was no way I got to that. Part, but hypnotherapy or past life regression works like that day. Yeah, not hypnotherapy, past life. No, regression. no, no. I had hypnosis to quit cigarettes. Oh, okay. And I had already been told by a couple of former clients that had gone for hypnosis for to quit cigarettes, which everyone knows is really, really hard to quit. Maybe you guys don't know because thank God the younger generation knows they're not cool. But anyway, it worked that day. But what I remember is this one lady, beautiful lady named Judy said, you know, Jane, you can you can fight that hypnosis. You can fight with yourself and get yourself re-addicted. Mm-hmm. And you can. You could just keep smoking those cigarettes till you addict yourself again, which I did do. But then hypnosis does work. Or at least the guy I went to, it did work.
0: Mm-hmm. OK. Can you sell me on it? Hypnosis. Like what, like what, what is it?
1: I'd rather past life regression. Well, past life regression worked beautifully as well. For me, I had a, a, a really dumb obsession that you could go to therapy your whole life for and that in $3 gets you a cup of coffee because it would never go away. You know, certain medicines dull it a little, but absolutely not. And then we had, we went on this self-help cruise and we had this self- the past life regression and I'm not going to bore you with mine. But I came to after that. And that obsession of mine that could have lasted the, the rest of my life oof, was over, was wonderful. And I couldn't wait to get home so that my older sister wouldn't be so upset because I would start to be able to speak to her husband at the time with a little bit more respect. I, I couldn't wait to go tell her that, uh, you know. Bob killed me in a past life, yeah. no wonder. I, I mean, I, the guy, if he sat next to me, it was like this, wow, I need. I right. felt hot in, in this heat of anger. Mm-hmm. And that, I couldn't even look at the poor man. And isn't, and people, actors that looked like him, I couldn't look at them. And all it did was bro- bring me back to that vicious hunting murder. So when hunters say, well, I got to eat, well, fucking eat something else, Oh. <laughs> You know, that got me kicked out of a lot of bars. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so grateful. You know, the older you get, you do overcome some things. She'll disagree. No, no. It comes out. It comes out. But uh, if you read that book, The Body Keeps the Score, it's like going in your brain from A to C. You bypass B because something happened in the brain, physiological changes that made my brain go that way. So the more I get treatment and I'm on the medicinal program. The more I smoke, the less reactive I become. So people have to give me a fucking break because if it's going A to C, in my mind, you are actually picking on a mentally challenged or retarded person. That's what you're doing. And Mr. Lyons in junior high school said don't ever do that because he'll body slam your ass right up. It was allowed back then. He'd body slam you right up against the concrete walls. Yeah we loved it as kids you know no bullying here oh yeah you felt protected as kids when mm-hmm. teachers could put hands on and you know this one scared you or that one that was only a one-time thing it you know i i thought he was my father or husband i was like wow yeah. that's my teacher but, he, oh, but even, wonderful. even the ladies helped. Me. mom please yes they did mm-hmm. oh yeah there was now i feel like bullying is um like it's blinded you know i I once asked a teacher about it, and unfortunately, she said with the paperwork and the response and the uh, microscope you get put under on how you handled it, she said a lot of us turn and we didn't see it. And I'm thinking, ah, like abuse in a psychiatric hospital. Once you saw it, you're looking around and everyone else had their head over there Mm -hmm. because, you know, do you really want to write up your coworker, Mm -hmm. which some of the nurse managers Made us do, and I needed the job at the time, so I participated, and it went downhill fast like so quickly. We were the problem, the nurses were the problem, not the nurse managers who allowed the abuse to go on and on and on. And the higher up, not just the nurse managers, everyone, even the Department of Public Health. Oh, too bad you didn't know that. Oh, out of it was what 2000 days ago, shifts ago. Oh, you don't remember his last name and his birthday. Hmm. Oh, no, write up. Thank you, though, for your input. And then, as the nurse now has to go out and it's a jungle. Welcome to the jungle because you reported something. So that's how abuse just keeps going on and on. They make it difficult for you, it's vicious. Do you see how dark we went again, Jordan? Let's go. What are we talking about? Jane, back
0: up <laughs> Uh yeah. Okay. Uh what? we've
1: seen too much darkness.
0: I'm so lost. Like how did we get oh, here? Oh that's okay. I'm very We didn't
1: tell you that our mother was an identical twin.
0: Boom. Yeah New she,
1: topic. And she felt lost as well. It's not supposed <laughs> to do that, but it did it. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Also, yeah. Do you guys have any regrets? That's so funny. I always
1: think of the Frank Sinatra song because we saw him live in the New Haven Coliseum. That was wonderful. Wow. Robert Redford was there in the audience and a couple other people I wasn't yeah. paying attention to. I, I wanted to see if he was <laughs> handsome or not. Anyway, what was that question, Jordan? During... Regrets. <laughs> yeah, regrets. I said one to Jane the other day. I actually said something it was i was in um i had some rich girlfriends at the time and uh one and she invited me out in a, in a town where drinks were really expensive and it was her territory we went in and the bartender said anything and i said oh yeah red wine and she brought two red wines out and when the girl turned around she said i'm not paying for those i didn't order red wine and I didn't say anything like, I didn't say, Oh, I did that. I'll pay okay, or whatever. See, so she didn't own up to something and there was a I mean, it included a child, but again, dark. I, I had the privilege of having Yale New Haven hospital as one of my clinical rotations for, um, pediatric. And a lot of, uh, it's so horrible. What happened was a lot of abuse to children. And I had the little boy that, uh, had his feet burned in scalding water if he did something wrong. So I was on a burn thing where diabetics lose their foot and shit like that. So the little boy and I had to rock in a rocking chair. I love rocking, though. Um, Uh And we rocked. And he used to say, please, can you take me home? And I was only 20, what, two? I went back to nursing. I went to nursing school. Yeah, and, and I was ignorant and I don't think I said I mean DCF was involved, but I don't feel I said enough for that little boy. Is that's a regret of mine as a nurse. And I think about that little boy. And the bartender, a female who was mm-hmm. just trying to make a living in a fucking town oh. where all the rich bitches were making her feel like yeah. a jerk. I didn't see enough for yeah. her. Joan acted uh-huh. like one of the one of the rich bitches. Oh yeah. it was terrible. Anywho. That's about it. Okay. Oh, if I have a regret, sometimes I think, you know, with my kid, I should have paid a little more attention to nutrition rather than getting him those, um, not just Kraft macaroni and cheese, because I was working too much. Um, There was a period of time where I don't know if they still make them, where it's this liquid gunk in these foily type packets that go in the microwave to make Kraft macaroni and cheese. So it's already grosser than gross. But you know what? That's all right. My son is into his diet a little bit nowadays. My biggest regret was this uh, boyfriend I had that I, the way I broke up with him, I, I, uh, I think that I, uh, I used these very wonderful, obvious circumstances to break up with him when I should have been kinder is all I, I think about that. Mm-hmm. He's a I'm very, sure a the, he deserves someone There's nothing wrong with... There was nothing about him that was bad. It was just not a good fit for me. And he deserves a kinder person, which I hope he has. Obviously, I wasn't kind enough for him. But... I think I hurt I don't even know if that's a... Which word... Somebody said it correctly on the news. I should have listened. Mm Emasculinate Something like that. Make a man feel less than. I did that quite a bit. I did. But those two... Those two really—they speak to me anytime I want to. They're always yeah. like if nine eleven happened, both of them would answer or at least answer the text. My son wouldn't. <laughs> I'm teasing. He, hes I—I uh, I only live with him part of the year. <laughs> when I'm not around, he doesn't miss me. <laughs> and this is interesting for people for all of, of all ages. That when you start to get treatment or help, and you—you're getting better. For for you, and so you're not going to be so reactive, or so depressed, or so such a pain in the ass, or, or lecture people all day. <clears throat> you when you get better, something in the family dynamics change, or you know wherever you spend most of your time, things will change, and other people might appear to be getting worse, or pulling you back in, like the Al Pacino thing with the mob, or mm. the you know you're going to be in the mob. They pull you back in, or being Italian. So that happened with me as I was getting better. Those two that I will always be in touch with. She'll answer the phone as well. That I will answer the phone as well. But um, those two Uh, got my worst wrath, and I don't know what we were saying. That they missed. Oh, right. My, uh, when I was really vicious with the words, her son named me Matilda. And he, it was a real ugly name because it wasn't after the French doll it was after a horror flick where the fairy godmother killed children instead of giving them the tooth the money for the tooth Uh she murdered them and of course i was like come on i'm not that fucking bad but i guess i was really bad so um yeah those two mentioned that they missed her she was a bit sassier and she was the one getting kicked out of bars but standing up for some good things too i was a animal activist, and if you were an underdog, I would stand up for you as well, but more, if there was an animal next to you, I'd probably go with the animal first because you could get some other help. You could call, you know, 411, some info. Stuff like that. Oh, I'm sorry. What's 411? I just saw it on a billboard in Florida. Oh. Are you in pain? And I'm thinking, oh, yes, nice, 411.
0: Yeah, 4-1-1, I just saw it. pain. Yeah, I've seen that same That's billboard. Another. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a new suicide hotline, and I, sadly to know, I don't know it. Keep changing it, keep changing the word. We grew up for, you know, our whole lives. Our cousin, since we were five years old, was mentally retarded. The school teachers called it, you make fun of a mentally retarded person on the recess aisle, bodies like, <laughs> up against that concrete wall. So Yeah, we um, grew up with it, and then it started changing, and then we, uh, you know, so I caught on to mentally challenged, but that's incorrect. Yeah. is something intellectual now. It, that's in the word. Into. Do you know? Because I don't. No, I'd have I to, have no uh, idea. Safari I, I have a deficit or something. I don't know. But I'd have to safari it. There's not going to be any word that will end up being appropriate for all of time because. Hmm. Like, and will. And. And will. I mean, like nowadays, look at America does not like the word cunt. But England, yeah. you know, will call Love in it. a movie, they'll call a little child, you know, stop being a little cunt. And yeah. it's appropriate, like, stop being a little ass or dick or something. I don't know what yeah. you say. The kids, I tried not to swear for the longest time. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so I don't know what the term is. But people should lighten up <clears throat> on, on all assume everybody knows everything. And so we, you know, cancel culture. What, uh, what happens if discipline is teaching. That's a big so one. Discipline is cut your head off now because you, you know, cancel the person. They're going to now they have no income. They might lose their home. Like, why don't you just tell them to All go right. kill themselves? Why don't we bring back public hangings? Oh, um, yeah. That would solve a problem. Discipline, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to teach and learn. And, you know, we we worked with a nurse that said the colored person. I yeah. mean, nobody fired her, but one of her black co-workers said, hey, that's outdated. Hey doll, <laughs> hey doll, now we're called blank. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? And everyone went out for a drink and it was great. And nobody's mad at anybody because you you could do things like that. You know, our dad was lighting fireworks in a time in a neighborhood and it was illegal. Yeah. And the cop happened to be behind him. But my, our dad's lighting the firework, trying to push everybody back, including the children, not to get hurt. Well, you know what? It was a terrific laugh. I don't even think. It was the, a cop. The cop was there. He, Our father just got a spoken, you know, he was spoken to. A spoken to. spoken, right? And, and he wasn't even emasculinated by the or cop. In, or him. I don't know. Whatever it's called. That. He. It was just these words like, Mr. Landino, never again. Uh, and he was like, okay, sir, thanks. <laughs> it was the end of it. Now you have to arrest people. You've got to process them. You don't give due process. Now you give consequences for behaviors because we are all punish children and we need punishments. Yeah. On that note, you will never, you will never work again. You said colored.
0: Mm. Wow. It really is though. I mean, I feel like people give too much um, meaning to words. Like specific words. I feel and I think of it like words are just words. It's it's what you think of the word that like your the connotation it gives you. Yeah. Like, um, when people say cunt, right, people don't like it. But then I would say like, how are you gonna let a word make you feel a type of way? Or like just it's like there's so many things to get actually mad about. But then you let this little tiny yeah. spoken thing or if you even read it on a piece of paper get you rattled up. It's just, I, I hate that. I feel like people are sensitive. They're sensitive as fuck, guys. Like, I...
1: Yes. I well, you know, it. a senior nurse I worked with a nurse who I thought was brilliant and I was kind of new still. And when she ever said to the the patient who was getting loud and agitated about something. And the nurse said, you know, no one can make you feel anything that you don't already feel deep inside of you. Well, you know, the patient wanted to kill her because yeah. that's probably not the time to say it. But well, I kept, definitely not I kept definitely that, that in that. my head because all those thoughts I had, I'm like, Could that be that I have these feelings too? And it wasn't until this fabulous woman who has since passed on, a self-help lady named Debbie Ford, and I was honored to hear her speak. And she caught us in a little assignment. And it was absolutely brilliant when she had us all write. This is an unbelievable She said, everybody get a piece. They had the paper and pencil for everybody. She says, pick up your pencil and tell me right now, if you got to sit in the room, with whoever was responsible for the 9-11 attacks on the Twin Towers and the Pentagon etc what would you say to them she says I want no more than two or three sentences I was thinking of one word. right and so I was so proud of mine it, it, I used the word anger twice right because I, I wanted to know what would what could possibly anger someone that much about a group of people or whatever that you would do something like that, right? So mine was anger. So she wants someone to read aloud. And I'm hoping she picks me because I'm so unique that I come up with this word, anger, right? Well, the poor lady that she picked, I don't even know the emotions that were there, but it was very eloquent. And then Debbie Ford says, now I would like you to read this again. And instead of everywhere you pointed the finger at the people who caused 9-11, insert the word I. So now mine, I had to say, mine read somewhere, why am I so angry? And it was like, geez. So no one can make me feel anything that I don't already feel because it's right there, and and it's a it's a great little tool if somebody wants to find out something about themselves. But, it's a good one, you know. If you don't want to know, don't don't do it. <laughs> and I, I think I just said the word why because when when I went into psychiatry in uh, my first job, 1984, uh, one of my first interviews there was you can never say in a sentence why because a person you're you're actually accusing somebody of knowing why they're depressed or why they're anxious or Or why why they they did that or why why did did they they do that that? so that was already off so when I remember how many uh, residents they didn't listen sometimes to the nurses like oh just don't use the word why and they would be pummeled I didn't wear glasses back then but they would come back you know it's like there was a phone booth right on the unit Usually a doctor was in the <laughs> phone <pummels. laughs> of So there's just certain things. Anyway, I said why, so I'm sure it was, I had fear and anger and hatred because I, but I understand that another country we took things as Americans, when I went back to school for another degree, as we had the industrialized revolution and when the, whoever we were and eventually the United Nations, they we caused other nations not, to, or countries not to have it because now it's too much pollution back in the day we call climate change, <laughs> pollution. And um, yeah, so I remember thinking, what? And of course, if we're using air conditioners 24-7 and there's people around the world, you know, the average flush, i uh, go dark again, a day uh, of water is what a, a person in the world needs for the whole day, and that's one flush. So of course I understood why other countries would want us dead. I'm just hoping I'm dead before people keep come to attack us because I do like to be, you know, I take fewer showers because I hate the water, except if it's being flicked from my hands. And the toilets here say right on them, Uh uh, 1.5 liters per flush. That's a lot. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I try to think about, you know, we had a a relative once who lived out in the woods and then they had indoor plumbing. And I think, no, it was outhouse-like. And so the sign above the toilet said, Brown, yellow is mellow. Brown, flush it down. Yeah. So the rule was, if you just pee, could you just save the water? She had that kind of uh, environmentally friendly outhousey type thing. I don't know. Wow. And I would do the sand toilet where it's like a kitty litter. I would do that.
0: Okay. On that note, do you guys have any um, any any final thoughts? Anything to say to us, folks? Anyone?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> two things, because I've heard from other people. I did not finish my bachelor's degree until I was 35. And then I got two master's degrees by the time I was 45. <clears throat> okay. And uh, you don't, for women and boys, you don't have, or men, you don't have to listen to another man or a woman all the time. You don't have to, just because they're saying it, those again are words, you could they, I don't, I don't even agree with that. Whatever. And then the other thing is uh, aff- positive affirmations, if you are a realist, suffer from being a thinking you're a realist, they are lies at first, or you're just fake it till you make it, like an AA. So I refused to be positive in my life because I didn't want to tell the the uh, tell a lie. Oh, I'm so great. Why you want me to lie and say I'm doing really well? Fuck you. So what I realized was uh, I didn't realize it. It was a healthcare professional that pointed it out to me, and she said, "You do realize there are lies at first, so wonderful." So, so I will say now I am doing one. Well, I say decent, wonderful because you know you put out, you know, you get it back like a boomerang. And don't forget about self care, even if bro- older grown ups say that. You know, in my day, I walked the school both ways uphill or something like that. Don't forget about self-care because remember on the airplane yes when the oxygen mask comes down if you're sitting next to an infant it goes on you first the grown-up then the infant otherwise you have two dead humans uh-huh. so as a, you know when you don't do self-care that's when you get you become an asshole or a cunt, whatever way you want to yeah right
0: right <laughs> okay. okay yeah, awesome. yeah. Do you have any uh, links, like social media, anything?
1: Yeah, John will talk. Yeah, we, we, we're Therapy Twins, one word, or the Rappy Twins, because people, people <laughs> thought for a while we were rap artists. That was pretty funny but on Twitter. But it's really Therapy Twins, one word. Therapy Twins, one word, but I'll, I'll say we have a free ebook out, which is The Hilarious Life Story of the Twins and our traumas and and very small very small, brief and um stand-up comedy as, yeah most people laugh um, out loud and they say yeah, they at can, jones expense at my expense and they say yes. they read it in like 45 minutes and wow i don't know how somebody reads that back. because also, it includes a couple of little tips on how we started our road there you to go. Getting better yeah that was it mm-hmm. that because if you do the there you know hard, the hard stuff it's kind of too hard like even cognitive behavioral therapy it's too hard in the beginning so we gave yeah. a few tips that could kind of push you along and even our tips will make you laugh so it's good because again yeah. laughter is the best medicine it really is tell her that it i'm, is. Joking. I'm
0: joking. <laughs> awesome all right thank, thank you me. guys for listening this has been the therapy twins joan and jane left to right where i got that right um yeah and uh thank you for listening i'll see you on the next one
1: thank you jordan thank you